Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. What is going on, everybody? My name is Connor Lawler. Welcome back to another week of Weird News Wednesdays. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the strangest news stories from around the world. We talk about the news that the real news is just too afraid to talk about. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Mead. Sean, how's it going? Oh, you don't really care, though, do you? You're just asking <laughs> that as kind of an intro, an intro bit to throw it to me, you know? <laughs> That's my secret cap. I've never cared. <laughs> five years. Five years, ladies and gentlemen. I think, uh, although this this is weird news, but a very Irish thing is just to say, how are you? But oh, yeah. nobody ever answers the question. No. No, it's like, how are you? It's like grand on yourself. You don't even think y- about y- it. Yesterday I was at work and I went to get a coffee and it was in like the kitchen area and a guy came in from a different team and I said... Oh man, how's it going? And he said, Oh, how are you? And neither of us answered either, and we both walked a different direction. That's it. If you actually answer that question, you've ruined everyone's day. I don't care. Yeah. Right? Struggling, happy, don't give a shit. All right. My wife has left me. Great news. I'm going back to my desk. I have shit to do that doesn't concern you. Um, this is weird news. <laughs> If this is your first episode, what do we do here, Sean? You have spent the week gathering all of the weirdest news stories from around the world. You're about to read them all out to me. A man who has been too busy having deep, meaningful, sincere conversations with all of my friends and loved ones. Look at any weird news. You know what? A good, deep, meaningful conversation goes a long way. It really Um, does. It does help everyone. Do you know? It's tough. It does help everyone. It's tough, folks. It's tough out there. Support each other. (laughs) I like how star high and then get really sad. <laughs> See, I'm having a difficult time actually <laughs> Actually if we could talk about it that'd be brilliant the, uh, what's, what's even funnier though is that before we started recording Me and you just had like a regular conversation <laughs> <laughs> I actually genuinely did ask you how you were And I cared the first time Oh but not yeah. since or never, in the future Never ever when the mic is live No I've never actually no, cared Because we've already had a pre-conversation you know, mm. like, it's, did I ever tell you actually? No, I think I'll get into this later. It's this fine. is, by the way, this is weird news. Sean has already introduced it. It's normally, we'll get into a story now in a second, but Sean, please, could you drop us a like and subscribe? It's yeah, normally please. better. Please, go on. Do you know, uh, when I was in primary school, after school, I used to stop this traffic. This could be a great one. This could be a great one. Sorry? I used to stop traffic after school. You used to stop, <laughs> sorry. As <laughs> if like you were a traffic warden. Yeah, there was a few or lads in the class. A lollipop man. I was a lollipop man. Uh, no, it wasn't. I had to. I had to do it for a couple of years before they let me hold the lollipop. But uh, we <laughs> we used to qualify for the license. No, like this just came back to me the other day. I was talking to a few friends, and uh, we used to leave class early to go out and stop traffic to allow children to cross the road out of school. We were so like you, nine, I, and they had us doing. There's this. actually I could get a half an hour stand up special out of this. I've never. <laughs> 
Do you know what? Looking at you now, I've never seen a bigger lollipop man come to life than you. What, Just, look, I've got, this, I've got the stance for it, Connor. Do I do. look like I could stop a car? I love the idea that you have to do it for two years, preliminary, before they allow you to have the lollipop. So you like, you have to do it with an adult. Yeah, because you have Just, to hold out the stick first to stop the traffic. Mm. Then, the, like, it was, it was six of us. And we created, <laughs> like, a wall of children on either side of the pedestrian crossing. To stop cars running them down, presumably. <laughs> like, you must have been so bullied. <laughs> no, yeah, well, look. We had to wear high-vis jackets as well. That wasn't great. Of course you did. <laughs> just me, bright yellow. Just a massive target, to be fair. Like, I would have bullied me. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> that high-vis jacket would have looked good on you in a bush. I've said to this, you in there. I've said this story to several people now, and it's not a universal experience. No other school did this. I I have never heard of any school that ever did that. Yeah, like no, students, I think traffic might, wardens. I, <laughs> like, I think it, because normally, and this might be out of left field. They normally have adults do that, and like they yeah. would be just regular people who nah, that's their job. What yeah. they wouldn't do, like child slavery. Like, child labour and get yeah. some kids to come out and do it for them. It wasn't even like, like you said, Lollipop Manor. I was Lollipop Boy, to be fair. Like, <laughs> and you were one of several. I started at age 10 doing it and I finished at age 12. Like, <laughs> I like you at 12, just long dragging for cigarettes. <laughs> That's the last day for me. Like a, <laughs> this job has taken everything from me. Like the mascots behind the scenes at Disneyland, just being like, "All right, let's fucking do this again." <laughs> oh fuck's sake! The stupid howls of those kids. <laughs> I hope one of them gets knocked down today. But I thought you'd enjoy that story, Connor, at the start of this episode of Weird News. No, I'm. You know what? That's actually after cheering me up completely. Um, so I mean, that's our first Weird News story of the day. Technically, you got the first one. Hey, finally. <laughs> I was due finally, for a win. <laughs> um, once again, if you could give this a like and review, whatever podcast platform you're listening to this on, if this is your first weird news, I'm genuinely sorry. Um, if it's, it's not your first one, you kind of get the gist at this stage, so we're not really going to be apologising. Um, if you're still around, yeah, it's your fault, to be honest. <laughs> Actually, it's more on you. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I wish it could go back to the way things were. This is how it always was. <laughs> Lollipop boy. <laughs> Lollipop boy. I, oh, man, I would have bullied the shit out of you. Okay, oh, yeah, so... Yeah, <laughs> driver tried to... Uh, I'm going to start this week uh, okay. with uh, this story from America that driver tried to switch seats with his dog to avoid drug driving arrest. He's a very good boy, officer. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, no, he hasn't been. So a man in the USA was arrested for allegedly, allegedly, Sean, That's... driving under the influence. But police say that he tried to switch places with his dog in order to avoid taking the rap for it. So this was on the 13th of May. Um, and, yeah, and, and just the... out of curiosity, how did the police stop the car? Because I've got a bit of experience in the matter. <laughs> Was there a lollipop boy around? The, well, uh, heaven forbid there's a lollipop heaven boy around. Forbid. Coming for my um, claim. Uh, it, d- 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 how... If, a, if you were sober and a dog was driving, that's still a crime, right? You can't let a <laughs> yes. dog drive a car. Yeah, but it's the crime for the dog. The dog is going to do time. D- yeah, the dog will do time. You were like, you could just say, I was trying to stop him, officer, but he overpowered me. He was drinking. He was he was fucking pissed. So he's he was. a mean that drunk. Was he's, he's a mean drunk. But he slapped me around a little bit. Then he got in the driver's seat. Um, so it's worth pointing out that the investigation is still ongoing. So we actually don't know who's innocent and who's guilty. But we have to assume innocence until proven guilty. So technically, everyone here hasn't done anything wrong. If you really look at it like that. Um, no, but if I were to be a Sherlock Holmes type and deduce what had happened, I think this man got so drunk that he thought he could convince the police his dog was driving the whole time. Well, around 11 o'clock, Springfield police conducted a traffic stop on a vehicle travelling at 52 miles per hour in a 30 mile per hour zone. That dog is zooming. Um, near 7th and Main Street. The driver attempted to <laughs> the driver attempted to switch places with his dog, who was in the passenger seat, as the SPD, the Springfield Police Department officer, approached and then watched the entire process as the man got out of his side of the car, ran around to the other side and 
and put his dog in the driver's seat. Um, they the saw him party, do it. The male party then exited the passenger side of the vehicle and claimed, Officer, I wasn't driving. <laughs> it's a real Hail Mary move, though, isn't it? <laughs> yes. It's one of those where, like, who can I blame this on? Fuck, I should have brought the kids. My God, I, why didn't I, I bring the, the kids? young lad how to drive. Why didn't I have uh, kids? Why didn't I have kids? Maybe steal a kid. Why didn't I do that? No, different I only crime, have a dog. A stupid dog. Ah, that looks. That dog looks like it could drive real bad. That yeah, that's the thing. You are implying that the dog is a bad driver as well, which I'd wager most dogs are bad drivers. Can't really see the red lights or the green lights oh, or the I didn't yellow even lights. Think of the color blindness. I was yeah. mainly focused on the lack of thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> I like how in my head it's just traffic lights. Everything else, parallel park and fucking perfect. But just, just traffic The hardest lights. part of driving to you is stop and go. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I've killed several people. Well, Not enough traffic boys. Wait, no, you, lollipop boys. Lollipop boys. Traffic boys. We don't like traffic boys. Connor. Is there like a crew of like, it's like the sharks and the jets? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We call ourselves mm. the, tra- the lollipop boys. I forgot the name the, for a second. Surely the lollies was sitting there. No, you can't have the lollies, Connor. That's a the trope versus in the anime. You, the, the lollies versus... No, the pops. The pops. <laughs> the pops is there. <laughs> We're the pop boys. <laughs> the pop boys. You're making it sound way lamer than it was, and it was already pretty How lame. Could it ever be lamer than it actually was? The reality... We provided a service. To those what people. Did, what service did you provide? That Not one child get? got hit by a car at the very clearly marked and signposted I'm pedestrian crossing. To, I'm going to make the bold claim that not one child would have been hit by a car anyway. I've been hit by a car. <laughs> That's why you got into the game. It's like Batman. <laughs> That was your origin story. That's it. I had a traumatic event and then I swore vengeance upon cars. Nobody will ever be hit by a car in this town again for as long as I breed. But I'll need a name. No, a symbol. A lollipop. Lollipop. What am I most afraid of? Lollipop. (laughs) Got a chocolate bar after I got hit by the car for what it's worth. Yeah, but you did get hit by a car though. Like that's, it's not really a fair trade. No. Well, it's a nice, it was fair trade chocolate. Uh, uh. <laughs> pretty good it's alright how, how often like does your, that joke land in your lap like I, 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 I like the idea of like you in the hospital bed your leg is up by your neck like over your head just in bandages just like well at least everyone got paid in the making of the chocolate to be fair <laughs> <laughs> to be fair to the lads <laughs> they did earn a decent wage for that bar of dairy and I'm, I'm proud of that um, so Basically, right, this guy, he goes 52 in a 30. The police put up the sirens. He yeah. pulls over, but they're a bit further down the road. So he thinks he can swap quickly before they get to the back of his car, right? To the, right. I'm assuming the hard shoulder. Um, and then while he thinks they're a bit further down the road, he gets out of his car. So it's a split second decision. Then he gets the dog, puts the dog in the driver's seat. The officer approaches. He gets out of the passenger seat looking disgusted. Looking like, officer, I wasn't driving. Whatever you think you saw, that was him. And I just want to say, not a good boy. I was just trying to get, you know, get it back at him, you know. Get the the wheel back off and get control of the vehicle, your honour. (laughs) Uh, the male party showed clear signs of intoxication and when asked about his alcohol consumption the male party ran (laughs) oh it's not looking good is it oh it's not looking good for this man Uh, off I go (laughs) pocket sand (laughs) Um, so uh, after after a daring escape the man didn't get very far the male party was so drunk that he was apprehended quickly within about 15 yards of the vehicle he made oh, that's 15 not yards. very far at all no he, I suppose when you're that drunk um, legs being in front of each other in a fast motion can be quite nauseating it could go either way yeah like either you, either you go 15 yards or you run 4 miles <laughs> 
<laughs> and you never feel tired. <laughs> yeah, because it's just, you're, you're like a goldfish. You, your muscles just forget that they're tired every five seconds. <laughs> um, so the mail party was medically cleared at the hospital and then booked into the back of county jail for his wards. But Sean, I, I don't understand what the problem is. Like, he wasn't driving. Wait, is it illegal to be drunk in the passenger seat? What's not at all, Connor. Not at all. No. no one's ever been arrested for being drunk in the passenger seat. That's that's actually true. That is actually yeah. factually correct. Unless you so, were causing a disturbance, but this bag clearly wasn't. No, and dogs, dogs can't drink alcohol. So that dog did not have a drop of alcohol in his system. So How do you know? He's a very good boy. <laughs> dogs can drink alcohol. Dogs can't. If you give alcohol to a dog, it'll kill it, surely. No, no, it would. I'm telling you now. How do you know yeah, this? Oh, I've seen a dog drink it by... <laughs> what? Yes. How? Is this what you were up to when I was being a lollipop boy? <laughs> no. No, it's not even my family. But um, my fiance's family, her dad, right? right? He had his pint on the ground before, a pint of Guinness, sitting there <gasps> at the house. No. The dog drank it by... Ah, and he was just a bit sleepy just a bit sleepy so he was he, he, he did, had a bit of a fun time then he got sleepy <laughs> he didn't have a full pint though right like he had was, a good three quarters of it and then the next pint that was gotten he went for that one as well so he, <laughs> he, went, a taste. Oh, he had a thirst he had a thirst on him all right <laughs> he had a thirst on for the Guinness was it a big dog or small dog what are we working big with big dog Big, big dog. dog, big dog will yeah. be fine. You can feed a big dog. Yeah. Oh, so now it now your rules are changing by the second there. Well, the dog seems saying. like he's good crack. You know, he's like he's yeah, up yeah, for yeah. it. <laughs> he's up for the crack. If I, if I want a session, there's a dog. That dog can do whatever it wants. You think? I think so. I think that's the rules. Mm. He can drive me yeah, home. Yeah. <laughs> if you were this man's lawyer, how do you get him out of this crime? I, th- I think the easiest thing to do is to plead guilty and hope for a reduced sentence. That seems like a dumb plan, though. Here, okay. I mean, you just you bring up a series of tweets, maybe, uh, from the dog. Or are we going to uh, cancel the dog? Cl- where he has claimed probably multiple times that he loves the drink um, and that uh, he's going out partying. And then you just got to... Cl- basically, you just got to create a history, a, ba- a backlog, that this dog is fucking a bit of crack, but enjoys the drink a bit much. I th- what I think you need to do is you need you need to like honey trap the police officer who arrested him to to the point where the police officer is drunk and the dog is there beside him and he needs to get home and then once he understands when a man is in that kind of position the thoughts that go through his head I feel they'll be honey a bit more lenient the world's worst honey trap <laughs> just right we get the officer so drunk and he's at a party and then he just turns to his left and there's a fucking Alsatian just looking back at him <laughs> just with the car keys in its paw and then we teach the dog to wink and then like motion with its head towards the cat the officer's like well in for a penny in for a pound I gotta get home somehow and then then we see what we just see what happens at that point mm. you know mm. it's, it's, a, it's a gamble but it could work it, it seems like it's a year's worth of dog training to get... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. So and it's a lot of investment in this long-term plan to ultimately try and get our client off. Yeah, but that's what we do here at Lawler and Me and Associates. Uh, is that we do... We go beyond what is deemed reasonable. Well, I'll tell you what we are at Lawler and Me. We're being on the law. That's what we are. Oh, um, oh, <laughs> oh my God, Connor. I think we now have to become lawyers. I think that we we have to do one of those weird ads where you're like, have you fallen down at work? <laughs> do you want some lawyers? If this ever becomes a job, that's the new intro to the podcast, is us doing Your a Your fucking- my client, or my partner is a trustworthy man. He's a lollipop boy in his past. You've probably yeah. seen it. If he says he's innocent, I believe him. When I say I worked on the streets, that's what I mean. <laughs> I've saved countless children's lives. I can't count them. I don't know. But I don't. Know. I couldn't some. count at the time. I was no, a child. I couldn't. <laughs> was there six of you? There were six. So three on each side of the pedestrian crossing, and you just stand across, like a guard of honor type thing on either side. And then the kids seems to me one adult can do the job of those six. I think it's a waste. Connor, I think you're forgetting you have to pay an adult to do that mm, job. But you could do get get children to do it for free if you tell yeah. them they can go to lunch. 
You just have to leave, let them leave 15 minutes early from class and they'll do whatever you want. That's true. <laughs> to be fair, I signed up when I was 13 to the under-18 soccer team just to leave class <laughs> whenever they played. <laughs> you playing with basically grown men. <laughs> oh, I was, yeah. Outstanding. I was literally in the first year of, like, our secondary school. So, like, from, like, 13 to 18. And yeah. I was like, I'll play for the under-18s team because I heard they play during the week when we were in school. And I was like, well... I don't want to be in class. Do that. That'll be grand. So, what, is there some days where they get to leave at like 10 o'clock and come back at 4 o'clock in the day? Yeah, cool. I will do that, so. Did you especially ever, like, if we had an away game. Were you ever starting on that team or were you just oh, all I, I never back? played one minute of football, but the thing was, I got on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> I was allowed t- to leave. <laughs> I was, I was, I had a jersey number and I got to leave the school premises when we had an away game. And it didn't really work when we had a home game because you you kind of miss you're, only you're like three already. classes but away games you could miss all day and that was that's, ideal that's glorious the uh when yeah. i was in primary school again uh i was an altar boy and we used to be See, allowed genuinely, to leave school. i cannot i cannot fathom the uncoolness level i know but look at me now i'm class uh <laughs> lived up to it but we would get if there was a wedding or a funeral that we were needed at, we would get to leave school for that because it was a Christian school. That we, as all <laughs> we were <school>. needed at. <laughs> if they needed the, the best of the best, but, but, <laughs> the red phone in the school would ring. But this led to something fucked, and I don't know if this will translate outside of Ireland. But every morning on Irish local radio, they play the death notices, which is the obituaries. The obituaries. They read out the names of every person in the locality who has died, right? And it's like, Su- it's Suzanne O'Callaghan, now she has passed away, 87. Um, yeah. Dennis O'Leary, 53, pa- sadly passed away from down the road. They'd give out their address, their local town, and Everywhere. all their family members. And you could tell from their locality what church the funeral was going to happen in. So me and, and my brother, used, we used to listen to this radio being like, oh no, we'll get off class at that time. <laughs> <laughs> and then, That's the worst story I've ever heard. It's horrendous. It's so bad. You'd also get paid for doing it. So you'd rock back into class with like 10 quid. <laughs> Fuck off. That is it madness. It was insane. Completely the fucked. The problem is the longer you stuck around the Catholic Church, other t- you'd get paid in other ways. That was the issue. That you got to get out early. Whoa, is that the comedy we're doing this week? <laughs> <laughs> like they paid away tenors for the first few weeks, but eventually, ooh, it's hey, a look, look, it, look. It's, it's, a tenor's a tenor. That's so uh, funny that you and your brother, I'm just imagining you like eight years old on the bus to school, and you're just like, did fucking, did Sarah die? Old woman Sarah from the, fucking yes, but Terribly yes. sad. And then dollar signs in her fucking eyes. Lad. She's in her locality. Oh, lad, we're in. Start- Start handing out cigarettes to all the old people around town, just being like, try them, you'll like them. <laughs> try them. They're called fun sticks. <laughs> just chew them, it'll be grand. <laughs> um, so we're moving on to our next piece of news, and I, I'm, I'm enjoying your stories this A week. A lot of backstory this week, isn't there? <laughs> just, it's, I'm just enjoying it. Um, I, I have crime-fighting cows lead cops to suspect near Boone. Oh, so the cows are rats, are they? <laughs> Ironically, a traffic stop led to a police chase in Boone, North Carolina on Tuesday, but when the suspect ditched his car and hid out in a field, he didn't get expect to get busted by a bunch of bovides. Okay. Oh, okay. Good. Nice alliteration with the bees there. Had to go with the double B. The suspect abandoned his vehicle in the area of US Highway 421, everyone's favourite highway. That's one um, off from being the funniest highway. <laughs> and in deep gap and fled into an undeveloped area what that is that well like a That's, video game undeveloped that area that never worked on it. <laughs> like it it still exists right yeah. like just because it's, it's a field doesn't mean it's undeveloped it developed as grass and such i would say it's actually more developed if uh, it's grass th- yeah it's developed its own ecosystem as well fuck this article actually <laughs> Capitalism. <laughs> you can tell we're from Ireland where it's just fields. If yeah. anyone in Ireland had ever said that's an undeveloped area and it was a field, you'd get told the fuck off. Cause I'd be like, be like this is the big city. <laughs> this is literally it. This is our biggest area. <laughs> See that pub down there? That's our biggest pub. 
<laughs> We're very proud of it. <laughs> Due to the suspect's fast and reckless driving, our officers were not close enough to see exactly where the suspect ran. So, drove so quickly, they could, so the officers did not see him run. <clears throat> okay. So, they pull up to the area. They begin to search the area because they're like, we don't know where he went. They received some unexpected but welcome assistance from some, from some local cows, Sean. The cows literally led the officers to where the suspect was hiding once they entered the field. Those are those are clever cows to be like, oh, they're looking for that guy that we saw earlier. Mm. Let's show them the so way. He, he must have ran past them. The mm. cows are just like... Eating grass, I assume, that's all cows do. They do and that fairly often. And then the officers turn up and the cows are just like, there's another human. We actually see the human over there if you want to go talk to him and just walk towards the other guy. That's... That is really, really cool. Cows are, cows are really smart as well. Like, they're... Don't talk to me about the weather thing. The, 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 are you look, going the to, weather to say the weather thing that's not true? Is it not true? Cows <laughs> sit down rain. if it's going to rain. Yeah. <laughs> Because then they'll have a dry patch underneath him. I hear that non-stop. And it's just, it's just, it can't be true, right? Yeah. I've driven through many a rainstorms where they're all standing up or all sitting down. Yeah, but sure, they still have the dry patch underneath him, even if they're standing up. So you, wait, so, sorry, just to tell everyone, could you tell everyone the logic the, behind the, the cow the, the folklore of cows is that if it's going to rain... And there's a field of cows. The cows will sit down in the grass because that means they'll have a dry spot underneath them to sit down on when it's raining. So you drive past the field. They're all sitting down. You go, oh, well, rain's coming. Yeah. That's the only side. And if they're all standing up, weather's going to be nice. That's generally how it works. Yeah. Where the logic falls down is you're driving along and they're standing up in the rain. And then you go, well, they were sitting down before it started raining, and then it started raining, and then they stood up to all eat the dry piece means, of grass. All that that means is that, <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it started raining. They had sat down before that. It's about to finish, so they're standing up. They're being like, right, I'm done sitting for a while. Oh, so it's about to... So what was the point of... <laughs> if you're going to stand up anyway, what's the point of the sitting down, standing up? It's the sitting down, because you're all... Like, you, don't, you don't know how long it's going to be raining for. <laughs> So you want to just settle in just in case. But then if they're like, oh, no, it's grand, it's going to pass in a minute, then they'll stand up and go all about their day. And that's when you Surely you just wait the extra few minutes. Just sit down in your dry piece of grass. But but, but, if you have things... You don't know how long they were sitting for. They could have been (laughs) sitting for hours. What if you have things to do? What if you're hungry, is what I was going to say. What if you're hungry? What if that cow is hungry? Can they not eat grass sitting down? Yeah, but sure, they're going to fucking run out of grass within neck reach soon enough aren't they this isn't a giraffe that's sitting down oh my god this makes no sense i don't know if this is international is this just an irish old wives tale or maybe it is sound off and let us know if it's like there's another one i heard that it's some country that the cows face the direction of the wind or something like that what which Why? is weirder, because you can just tell when the wind, where the wind's coming from. I think there was one farmer who just decided that his cows could tell stuff, and then just went off that and then started telling everybody else. But they were right, like, twice. Mm. And he was like, well, it must be fucking 100% accurate. The, the actual way to te- check if it's going to rain, though, is you look for some moss. And if you feel the moss and it's damp, then rain is coming, because there's moisture in the air. Or the actual way to check for a rain in Ireland is just to wait, and it will probably rain in the next five to ten minutes. Could very well happen, that's true, but the moss <coughs> thing is still real, though. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll just go to my local moss. Yeah, there's moss everywhere, lad. You, you live a privileged life if you don't have to experience moss on a daily basis. <laughs> the most privileged life of all, the mossless life. Go to your local cemetery... And find a dis, uh, you know, a headstone that is in disrepair. Find yeah. some moss on it. Stop going to local Touch cemeteries. It. They're going to kick you out. You look it's like a right weirdo. right down the road. It's ridiculous. But you look like a fucking weirdo, man. If no, you d- I if don't. you're going to rad the people's graves. No, I'm taking photos for my emo album cover. <laughs> so, Sean, the, the guy runs past me. He must have thought he was away. And then the cows are the ones that rat about. Maybe the cows, do they deserve an award, a medal? Um, to me, they deserve to, I mean, not be trusted at all. They can't even predict weather. What do you think? I, 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 I think the cows 
are trustworthy. They're honest. They cannot tell a lie. Abraham Lincoln was a cow. Uh, there was a bat cow once, wasn't there? Batman had a cow. Nay, uh, Damien had a cow. Damien had a cow. Excuse me. Damien Wayne, Bruce Wayne's son, had a cow. Uh, yeah. It's weird news. People might not listen to the comic book shit. No, no, uh, I was away. But you asked me, you were like, Damien Wayne's Batman, Bruce Wayne's son? Kind of uh, like, you didn't know, but I know you know, so... I, yeah, you just want me to come in and be like, "Yeah, no, that's Don't true." It, yeah, I was like, kind of setting you up there to be the expert on the Batman subject, you know. The, I just the, didn't come in. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. You leave that go. You leave that just go. Hang. You just let that fall to the ground. That delightful little tidbit of knowledge I had offered you. That's I like fine. to make you sound like the expert. I don't want no. to come in sounding the expert. No, cows are great, though, aren't they? They're 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 well, so. No, they're good. fucking dumb, right? <laughs> Do you ever see a cow getting a guitar played to it? And comes over and starts listening. So you play a guitar to any animal and they'll come over? Not all animals. Some animals don't like noise. Play a guitar to a bat, he'll tell you to fuck off. I mean, he won't... Yeah, I suppose he'll... In his own way, he'll tell you to fuck off. It's true. You won't hear it because it's a bat. Like, it's, Have you been in a situation where you played the guitar to a cow when it came over? No, but I've seen videos online. My granddad could call cows, though. He could do a really good cow call. He used to do it. We, there used to be a lot of cows. I like near. the idea, right? Internationally, people have no fucking clue what we're talking about. But this is a completely normal conversation from two lads from the country in I Ireland. Think so. Go on. Uh, the the my granddad can call. There used to be we used to go on a walk as kids around around a bog, and uh, you brought your lollipop. Brought a lollipop, uh, and there's a lot of cows in a field near it. And my granddad can do a really good cow call where he just like has his hands and then does a big moo into it <laughs> just, and they all just come they all they would all come over to the other side to, to meet us at the field it was gas we feed them blackberries right but it, and then what just go home then we go out about our day we saw all we needed to see and you say here granted, I'm actually on the clock the phone could ring any minute now someone could die right I just I had to be honest with you I had to get home it's got a tight <laughs> schedule to keep got a tight schedule <laughs> Mrs. O'Reilly's after passing away there yesterday I still don't know where she's going to be buried right I need, <laughs> I need to be home just to be waiting um, Sean I'm going to move on to the next weird news because this one right just made mm-hmm. me laugh and okay. we normally talk about the Loch Ness Monster on this uh, oh, show doing Loch Ness with disregard Right. Oh. And I feel like we bring them up when they're just like, oh, another sighting of the Loch Ness Monster. And we kind of have a little laugh and then we move on to a different story of whatever it was that week, right? Yeah. But this story is around the Loch Ness Monster, but it's much sadder and funnier because I have oh. Loch Ness Monster Hunter. Thought it would be easier to find. <laughs> oh, didn't we all? Didn't we all, folks? When you're a kid, it's the most easy, it's the most slam dunk solution in the world. Yeah. You know, drain the lake. So this is an interview with a Loch Ness Monster Hunter who has given an interview and has spent half his life searching for the Loch Ness Monster and has admitted he thought he'd have an easier time finding it. <laughs> right. So in, He's in too deep now. In 1991, Dorset resident Steve Feltham quit his job and moved up to Scotland Steve. to live on the shores of Loch Ness. Maybe go part-time for a while. Even just a little bit of part-time. Ever since that, he's been the world's most dedicated Loch Ness monster hunter. Surely, this would be a situation where Steve might be the shittest hunter of any animal ever done in the history of time. Could be. Now, is Loch Ness monster an animal? Is it some kind of mythical creature? We don't know, Connor. Mm. His, his obsession with the creature beget, began when he was seven years old and he visited Loch Ness. He made up his mind to leave everything behind and hunt for the monster after wondering what it was he'd have, re- he'd have regretted not doing with his life by the time he hit 70. His more than 30-year vigil has been recognised by Guinness World Records as the longest continuous hunt for the monster. <laughs> what's he doing, though? Like, what's he actually... How is he getting money? What's his deal? Does it, is, is his family rich? Um, I, I maybe, or he could get now get funded through like advertising as the Loch Ness monster hunter. Um, he did recently admit to the BBC that he thought it would be easier to track the monster down, having had his first sighting within year one of moving, but not getting another proper glimpse since nineteen ninety two. Sean, 
and that's him judging it for himself being like no that wasn't real like that must be crushing (laughs) so he's seen the first time in nine in the within the first 12 months yeah and then never seen it again and it's 2023 and he's still there just still would you not i mean would you not give up is the obvious question like when do you call it quits I did think the job was going was going to get easier. So I had a sighting in the first year, and I thought it wouldn't be long until a second sighting would come along. And that is where I'm stopped at the moment, still waiting for that second glimpse of something unexplained. Because I am here full time. I speak to hundreds of people who do not report something that we can't identify. Um, so there are quite a lot of people who've dedicated their lives to finding the Loch Ness Monster, or Nessie. As Mm. I suppose they call it. But sightings tend not to venture beyond seeing something ambiguous out there in the water, Sean. Yeah, and the the last sighting was in February of this year. And we talked about it. We did talk about it. An unexplainable wake in the water. Uh, Now, could be a fish. Could be something that fell into the water at that very moment. The main Mm. thing is, it's from the same camera that I'm watching right now. So we're going to just keep an eye on this and double check. If you don't know what Sean's talking about, it's in February we discovered that there was a Loch Ness camera that they had set up beside Loch Ness. Yeah. um, In which everyone around the world can always watch Loch Ness to see if you can see anything within the monster. Um, The camera moves left to right, if I remember correctly. It does indeed. Panning back and forth the whole time, yeah. Which ultimately you could miss something when it pans right and something happens to the left or vice versa. There's a good stretch of, I would say, 20 to 30 metres of water unseeable at any one time. (laughs) Which is tough. You could set up two cameras, but that would be even harder to track. You could. Now, now look, since, since February, there are a number of different shots. One of them is pointing at a forest behind Loch Ness, not at the lock at all, which oh. I would wager is the least interesting thing to look at. I, oh, well, Sean, I mean, maybe Loch Ness has developed that legs. You don't it know. Could, you never know. Yeah, maybe it's a, it's a land, maybe it's an amphibious Loch Ness monster. An amphibious creature now. The, uh, but there's a load of different B&Bs and they just set up a, a webcam. But I'm staying loyal to the original webcam because there's also a main road that you can see. And you can see when all of the tradesmen finish work because a load of vans go past. Which is always around this time when we are recording Weird News. That's it, yeah, around about like, not to pull behind the curtain, about six o'clock in the evening thereabouts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About oh, six buffering. or half six. So the, uh, the, the video is buffering. Uh, not on, not on the Google Meet, on the Loch Ness what? live stream. What? It's, uh, I could have sure just lost buffers, everything. What if I miss something? It's uh, and look, it is. It's a choppy day as well. It looks windy uh, in in Scotland at the minute. A lot of waves on the loch. A uh, couple of flags there going mental as well. Um, I I just wanted to cover Steve's interview bit because it made me laugh so much that like five. It took like thirty five years, but he's just like. You know what? It's fucking tougher than I thought it was going to be, uh, to be honest. Um, yeah. Seen it once, 1991. Didn't see it again. What's the... Um, what's what would? Why would you stick around? Like, surely his parents must have been like, don't fucking do this. Like, keep your job at... Well, early 90s. Keep your job at Apple Computers. That well leads somewhere. <laughs> Ring your best friend, Steve Jobs. Yeah. And he'll help you, I'm sure. <laughs> He's never going to make it big, Ma. Even hang out with that, oh, Mr. Google. Fuck. Uh. <laughs> this internet's never going to take off, Ma. I'm going to the nest. People don't want to buy books online. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I just, I think we've talked about Loch Ness a lot. um, And now Steve has kind of come out. He's a bit of an expert and he's kind of given up. And that's making me sad because maybe this could be the end of our Loch Ness updates. Do we take up the mantle, Connor, do you think? Do we quit our jobs and go live by Loch Ness? So we drop everything and we go over to Scotland and we take over and just sit beside it looking. Just watching, podcasting the entire time. That sounds like a nightmare. 
Uh, all right. Yeah, no, I was going to say that as well. Yeah, it does. It sounds <laughs> yeah, no, terrible. We're similar thoughts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're on the same page. <laughs> I just have to log into Ryanair here and cancel flights. <laughs> How do you unsend a two-week notice? My two-week notice. Fuck you. <laughs> Sorry, that was meant for my family. <laughs> Sorry, I'm leaving my family. Sorry, I, I, I mixed it up. Um, I'm still loyal to you, though, boo. Don't you yeah. worry. Oh, I sent this to your place of employment as well, not mine. Oh, yeah, that's just, good. Yeah, yeah. Thought you'd appreciate yeah. that. T- taking a, a little bit of stress out of your day, you know. You're just like, I'm going to speak for Connor, and he yeah. thinks you're all bastards. <laughs> He'd, even when he said he liked you, he didn't mean it. He didn't. He was, when he says he likes you, that means he really doesn't like you. Yeah. Um, Sean, we're going to have to move on to our next piece of news because I have a vehicle that could be for you. Oh, um, is this now an you have you have poo-pooed my inventions in the past. I have. Because um, they've been terrible. If, what are you talking about? I've given you nothing but gold since Boots we started that doing that make you walk talk. slightly faster. Salt yeah. electric bowl. Bring mammoths yeah. back to life. Some other yeah. one last week that I forget. It was the microwave one a few weeks ago as the well. Micro- the microwave on a train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the backpack microwave. No, the one last week was Florida man's kissing, his bug kissing equipment. The one to kiss bugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So well, you Sean, really owe for whatever amount of inventions that is. Well, Sean, we use a lot of fossil fuels these days. Oh, so what if... What if we could power a motorcycle using beer? Because in Minnesota, a man has invented a beer-powered motorcycle. But I mean, oh, there's so much. Oh, there's so much to unpack with this. One, it takes a lot of fucking natural resources to make beer. Yeah, but it's healthier than fossil fuels. Is it though? Because you're still <laughs> burning alcohol. Is what yeah. I'm assuming this fires off of, mm. which is bad for the environment. I would, yeah, I would say it's probably not great. It's, yeah. it's probably not great in terms of like petrol and diesel. Second, wouldn't it be bad to have a load of beer near a motorbike just in case someone got thirsty? Not if it was in the engine. Like you're not going to siphon it out of the engine, surely. People, well, I, I suppose be, I know yeah, a few people. Know. Yeah, yeah. My granddad once ran a. Uh, a bike, a motorbike on paraffin oil uh, that kind of you put in oil lamps and it got him down the street but the engine was covered in thick black grease by the Your end. Your granddad kind of reminds me of Indiana Jones in that I think he has a great history like I think he has little stories. He's done a lot, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like he can call cows and then drive off with his little motorbike powered by oil. It's a magical man to be honest. Uh, mm. That's where I get it from, Connor. I was about to say, where did you go wrong? But we got in there, that's where I got it from. Oh, we both had the same thought. (laughs) But different ways. (laughs) So, uh, Mikkelsen's motorbike is powered by a 14-gallon keg filled with beer, which is heated by a coil inside. Mikkelsen believes that his bike can reach speeds of up to 150 miles per hour, Fuck off, it can't. Yeah. Not hauling 14 gallons behind you. Yeah, you gotta be quick. Gotta burn it off. I like to be really creative. Do things that other people have never done in the past, Mickelson said, who's also known as the Rocket Man. Um, yeah, mm. it could be any kind of liquid. It could be Red Bull. It could be coffee, uh, said Buddy. This is Mickelson's son. It could right. be anything. But beer was what we was chosen because um, he doesn't drink beer. So beer was the one that he powered it up with because he thought that would be the most logical way to use it. Right, so wait, but if wait, so if he can run it off Red Bull and stuff, though, could it not just run off pure water? Because it's just from boiling that you get the energy. Because if so, hmm. that's a way better invention if something just runs. I think on it has water. to have something. With, well, it says coffee, but it says caribou coffee. I don't know what caribou coffee is. Caribou coffee um, is that some kind of brand deal that they have? C a r i b o u. Premium coffee house, Ca- high quality beverages. Uh, it's a, just a, it's a, it's it's a coffee chain. It's a chain of coffee houses. It's like a Starbucks from Minnesota. Oh, okay, cool. What the fuck? 
<laughs> Running oh, off water, you dickheads. <laughs> How does it... Is he just... Is this a steam-powered motorbike? He's, he's steam-powered a motorbike, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is this? We... What are you talking about? We got rid of steam power fucking ages ago, lad. But now we can go 150 miles per hour with it. Do you want to know? This seems yeah. wildly unsafe. What are you talking about? Much less unsafe than climate change and fossil fuels. Do they just do they just superheat a copper coil inside of a tank? I think they do, yeah. And, then, and then the gas of the Red Bull would make you go extra faster. Maybe the 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 fizz the, of the, the beer, the taurine contained the within. The taurine, of course, would would fizz up, and then that would ultimately power you ahead to go even quicker. Do you know how the way I drink too much Monster? Yeah, that is true, actually. You, I had you a, probably are going to develop diabetes very soon, but yes, go do. on. Uh, I had a Red Bull the other day. Man, they fucked me up. They're worse. <laughs> They're so much how worse. Can, how can a Monster not fuck you up but a Red Bull does? Uh, I don't... I, uh, now, to be fair, the Monsters I drink are all zero sugar. So the Red Bull mm. was full sugar and it fucked me for the day. I was useless. <laughs> In what way useless? Is it like uh, you were very high for like an hour and then not so high? Yeah, I was like, because usually, like, uh, usually, like the monster is like, I can actually think and do stuff. The Red Bull fucking scatterbrained, could not focus on anything. And then I was really tired after an hour. I was in the office at the time. It was not a good look. <laughs> Whenever I have a, a match, I always have a Red Bull before it starts. Really, I, full sugar Red Bull. I want. Oh, I'll go. I'll go Red Bull like an hour and a half before, and then a Lucasade Energy as well on top of the Red Bull. Oh my! So by gosh. the time the game starts, I basically will run through a wall for about ninety minutes, and then the game finishes, and then I could just sleep on the pitch. And then you come back, and we do a podcast. And then I come, I come back and do a podcast. But yeah, no, that's I've that's my new ritual. And also, I Dude. cover my whole head with water before I start and absolutely soak myself. Just to, so what? Then your body slowly heats up that water instead of sweating. Is that it? <laughs> I, start, I start boiling. No, uh, because um, is there anything? I always find like I'm, I'm a bit sleepy, right? Because it could be after work. You have yeah, the match yeah, yeah. after work, like eight o'clock that night, right? During the week, so. Yeah, just before the game starts, literally two ga- minutes before the game starts, bottle of water over my head, down my back, Man. and into my eyes. The older I get, cold war. the more I appreciate the dude in a movie who gets some bad news, goes in and splashes water on his face. Because <laughs> like, that's the move. That's what you need. There is nothing that will wake you up, no Red Bull or energy drink, that more than putting cold water down your back and then into your eyes. And then you're like, right, I'm ready to fucking go. Yeah, <laughs> What's going I'm, on? I have 90 minutes left in me. Let's do this. I am awake because <laughs> like, you do that little oh because it's so fucking cold that you're like okay I'm ready to go I, I'm as I'm as hyper aware as I've ever been all day as I was sitting on a laptop clicking yeah, things my senses are fully alert now have you ever done an ice bath mm. yes oh man Many they're times. tough they're bad I did one once and I had yeah. a terrible experience I, we have to do them. We have to use them uh, in the past when we were with the football team uh, or soccer team in yeah. preseason. So you'd be like training, and then you gotta get from like the pitch. Then you gotta get in the ice bath, and then you train the next day or the day after. That's wild to me. That's ridiculous. Yeah, so dumb. Plunge pools as well can fuck off. <laughs> I don't like to be cold. That's true. There's nothing worse, except when you're you want to be awake. That's my uh, yeah. I guess so. Yeah. All right. Mm. All right. I'll freeze myself. It's fine. Um. <laughs> please don't. I can't go for a while. <laughs> I, just in fifty years, I can't, I would keep thinking you were defrosting. <laughs> He's got to come back. <laughs> right I'm never head. safe. You're by Loch Ness at the time. <laughs> Um, Sean, we're going to move on to our next piece of news because I have Uptown Man bungled Subway restaurant robbery by asking for all of the bread, prosecutors say. Huh. Now, famously as well, not bread in Ireland. It's a cake, uh, Mm. legally, because the amount of sugar. Um, Why would you steal bread at a Subway? Well, you see, Sean, that's actually how he fucked it up because here's the thing. Uh, Bekele... 
um, was his second there, but I don't think they actually. Uh, sorry, Abel McKellar. Uh, on Wednesday, around nine twenty-five p.m., he walks into a subway mm-hmm. um, at four four three six North Broadway. Right, lovely Broadway, the best yeah. Broadway. The, um, the, oh, Jesus Christ! And and um, and he goes over to the cashier. He's like, right, this is going to be my big fucking robbery. This is I'm going to get in and get out. Get the money. Get out. Sure, he goes over to the cashier. He tells them, hand over all of your bread. Um, now, when he said bread, Sean, what he meant was money, but he's oh. in a subway. And so Context. he's accidentally asked the home of sugary bread for bread. And the guy behind the counter basically asked him to clarify what kind of bread he wanted. Italian herbs and cheese. It's the best bread. <laughs> Imagine you'd be so confused if you were to, like he's he has a gun pointed at you and he's like give me all the bread and you'd be like why would anyone want all the bread oh, it's bread. going off at the end of the day how many ducks are you feeding sir I don't understand the cash register's right there um, then so he basically said I want all the bread the cashier's like I've no idea what you're talking about could you class- clarify whatever you want um, he motioned towards his waist where he had the handle of a handgun and told an employee to give him all of the bread and then he clarified money <laughs> sorry I just realised uh, this could be confusing <laughs> And then the cash the cashier closed the register um, and ran into the back of the store and Bekele just walked out because realising he'd fucked up the robbery and given them enough time to close the register and run away and call and sound the alarm. And, and no one else was in the subway, I assume. This dude didn't just lock himself in no. the back room. No, I... Man, I mean, do you, th- do you think you could... Using the laws that exist, right? And using the rules that Subway established, can you get free shit from Subway? Because toppings are free. (laughs) So if I bring my own bowl, (laughs) can I just get a bowl full of salad? Um, yes. No, probably not. I mean, like, let's be honest. They're, They're not giving anything out for fucking free. But... Technically, okay. yes. I'm going to hit you with this, right? I go up, I start ordering a sandwich. And they're like, what do you want? And it's like, oh, I just want uh, a 12-inch. And then I be like, before any of the bread transactions take place, I say, how much is extra salad? And they'd be like, oh, yeah. sa- all toppings, all salads are free. And then I'd be oh. like, oh, okay. Well, I have this bowl. Could you just fill that yeah. with topping? We've established they're free. <laughs> So, but they're only free with the purchase of the twelve foot. So it would only be free if you got the bread. Do I only have to buy so one piece of bread? So you would have to buy one sandwich. So you could just buy the cheapest sandwich, bring yeah. in the bowl, and then they like, would technically have well. to fill it up. Because we've established there, and I'll, I'll be like, and I'll let him add it to the sandwich first. That's fine. They'd be like, no, I'd like some more. He's like, it won't fit in the sandwich. Be like, that's fine. Do I have the container for you? (laughs) Do I have a big fuck off bowl for you, my brother? I brought Um, this bin bag. Can you fill this with all of the toppings? I need some salad for. I'm having fajitas tonight. (laughs) I need some salad and some Southwest sauce, please. I I don't know the logistics of that. I suppose it depends on the person behind the counter. And how sound they are. But you want someone who's new. Because then they'll be yeah. like, I suppose technically you are correct. Yeah, like the rules that, that the, the, the social agreement you sign by walking into a subway is that toppings are free. So I just want toppings, please. <laughs> You've clearly taught long and hard about this. I just, I, <laughs> I was in a subway the other day and I was just like, hmm, what could I do here? Do you know what I love? A fucking salad. 
And do you think they'd sell me just a salad in this subway? I know, I'm sure they do a salad bowl. This is why I'm bringing my own bowl. I don't want them to uh, say that. Well, if they did the salad bowl, you're fucked. Like, there's yeah. no way they're giving you the salad bowl for free. Unless you bring your own bowl. But I don't think BYOB works. Is it like there's a corking fee on the salad? Like, you, you, yeah. if you want... Uh, mm. Okay, I think we're going to have to buy one sandwich and just overfill it then. <laughs> I think bring the bowl, see what happens. Anyone who's listening to this who works for Subway... Send us a message. Let us know whether this is true or not. Could yeah. Sean get away with this thievery? This is it. Number one, is it true? Number two, would you allow it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, my favourite part about this story, by the way, is that he must have walked in a bit like, I'm going to, like, he's getting pumped up. Like, I'm going to commit this robbery. I'm going to, co- this is going to be good. This, all right, yeah. in and out, in and out. He goes over, he goes, give me all, the, all your bread. And to him, that's just, in any other that's setting, cool slang. that works. Yeah, like it's 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 the equivalent of saying "give, give me all the cash." You know, it's just yeah. slang for money. If you go to any other store, you get away with it. It's just simply you were in the biggest place with all of the bread, and every day that person hears, "Can I have some bread?" Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, and their their response is, "What kind of bread would you like?" Yeah, do you, what kind of bread do you like in a subway? You're going to tell me you don't uh, eat Subway I've, or something. I don't eat Subway. Yeah, there I've, you go. I've, there you go. It's fine. It's fine. Way to kill the bit, You knew the answer. <laughs> you, you asked, and then you were like, wait, no. I, didn't yeah, I no. just caught myself halfway through and was like, this man, this man has never had a meatball marinara in his fucking life. I went life. into a Subway once, and I think I did order something, but I can't remember what I ordered as it was about seven years ago. Um, and I ate it, if I remember correctly. Oh. And it was bread. And well, some things on it, some bread. Really adding some, adding some colour to this story. I think I say, can I have some bread? And they said, what kind of bread? And I just said, bread? Just I mean... Um, regular bread? Like, this this is uh, this is a lot of pressure to ask follow up questions to my and no I remember what happened oh. they had something on the wall behind us I was in college and they had something on the wall yeah um, on like the side of like a cer- a specific thing that they were making like four fifty for this is the, the special barbecue sizzler yeah whatever right so I said I'll have the barbecue sizzler or whatever. And then the person behind the counter said, what kind of bread would you like? And this confused me so much because I was like, I want the bread that's in the picture. <laughs> that one! Do, that do you one. see the bread there? Like, I don't understand. Why is this follow-up question coming my way? Like, You've I didn't just ask for a vacant general sandwich. <laughs> you never had to navigate the subway ordering process. Because I would just assume you would put a specific type of bread in the barbecue sizzler. And then associate that with that sandwich. No, it's choice, And then man. go, this is it. The, the barbecue sizzler is referring to the meat, and then you can add whatever kind of weird combinations no, you want onto I that. was just like, I want the one in the picture. <laughs> and this is the end of my story. Here is all of my money. How much sandwich can I get? I brought in coins. <laughs> There's a big bag of coins. <laughs> just do what you want to do with it. Um, Sean, okay, I think we should finish off very quickly with woman mistakenly ends up in Jamaica after getting on wrong flight. Where was she intending to go to? Did it sound anything like Jamaica? When did she find it? Philadelphia. Oh! Oh, that's the wrong place. Ellis Hebbard was scheduled to fly a Frontier Airlines flight from Philadelphia, sorry, to Jacksonville. Uh, right. Where she has a second home, a trip she takes frequently. Well, look at Beverly, fair folks. Ooh, two homes, um, two homes. Couldn't even get one here. <laughs> um, she asked the agent if she had time to go to the bathroom. This is she's at the gate. She right. arrives at the gate, and the board correctly displayed her flight. She asked the agent if she had time to go to the bathroom, given that she was moving slower than usual due to a recent back injury. The agent said yes, and the Ellis Hebert had about 20 minutes before they had the board. She again goes off to the bathroom, returns to the gate. The flight was in its final boarding stages. She said she was stopped by the gate agent, who made her test her carry-on in a baggage sizer. That's never fun. And she scraped her arm and was bleeding. Fucking outrageous. Fucking comedy of She said the gate agent rushed her to board. She said, come on, come on, give me your boarding pass, we'll get on the flight and we'll go. Once on the flight, the flight attendant was helping her her wound um, and said she can relax once she arrives in Jamaica. 
I laughed. I said, I would love to be going there, but I have a beach where I live too. She said, look at me. This plane is going to Jamaica. (laughs) Oh, I mean, they caught it before it took off, right? No, no. She went to Jamaica. They were in the air. Oh, how do you deal with that? I mean, um, the flight crew informed her that she this was there was actually a last minute gate change, and she had gotten on the wrong flight, and no one thought to tell her, like before no. any of this. See, if you didn't make people check their bags, this wouldn't have happened. Exactly. Get rid of that little cage. Everyone knows the story now. No one's taking the piss. Everyone's cheating. Just allow everyone to cheat. Yeah. I like the crazier cheats, the better. Yeah. Have you seen the things where people have like they have backpacks under their coats and then a backpack on top of that and shit oh, like that? Oh, amazing. Oh, game or, or changer. Like, or like, I like the lads that bring the big, massive gear bags and they're like, yeah, this is a carry-on. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that gear bag is bigger than my 20kg suitcase. This counts. I need to find a lighter suitcase, man, because my 10... This is... No one gives a shit. Continue with the story. <laughs> well, I used to work in suitcases, Sean. What kind of suitcase are you looking for? Oh, I just the, the one I have. It's like it's it's solid. It's like it's fabric lined yeah. and all that kind of shit. Heavy yeah, though, yeah. heavy mechanism on yeah. the handle. So that's two of my kilos gone already. You know, you don't want that. You, you don't, don't want that. You want the light. You want, want the light one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The light one. You're looking at the holiday range in the trip luggage section, and that would do you an absolute <laughs> world of good. Okay, yeah, yeah, that cabin okay. size now. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I need. That's all you I need. One? You know. You get one on sale for forty nine ninety nine, as far as I know, as of six years ago. So God, it might have changed from then. That's <laughs> reasonable pricing for pre-pandemic levels of travel. <laughs> from 2018, that was pretty good, pretty decent. <laughs> I mean, and genuinely, thanks very much, Connor. I, I forgot that you had worked there. <laughs> I, I many years ago. I don't. I, do you ever like? There's old jobs that you just have information in your head that oh, you have yeah. to learn for that job, but then you've never used it since. But then some a subject comes up, you're like, I actually know something about this. I I used to work in a jacket shop, and we used. To, I used. To, I know a load of shit about just how to maintain outdoor adventure gear, and fucking. <laughs> My girlfriend was just you never like never get to use it. Never get to use it. Well, until like a year ago, my girlfriend was like, "Oh, the, the I have a down jacket and I washed it, so all the down is clumped together." And I was uh, like, "Do you know what you do now? You throw that in the dryer and throw a few tennis balls in with it, and it'll pump up all of the fluff and feathers inside, and it works." Fucking genius! Every time, it's a fucking genius, lads. Look. You actually genuinely. Genuinely, though. Um, there you go. You now, we only had... There was, one, there was one specific type, though. You could get 23 kg into the large ones. But, the, but they'd crack over 23. It'd they'd be crack? Nightmare. You don't want to crack. crack. No, I can't you don't want to crack. Happen, but then there was other ones you could get the heavier ones, 25. But with a, with a cabin, you're looking at maybe a 2.4 kg to start off with while empty. Because then you could add more to it. But you don't want to start off with a three or three and a half. You're oh, losing half a, a kg. I'm paying. I, I'm paying to bring the cabin bag on. I'm paying for the privilege. So I want to bring as much as possible, you know. <laughs> I can show you how the lock mechanism works. Oh, please do. Want. If you could. If you could. What time do you finish at, actually? <laughs> I don't actually work there. Oh. <laughs> That's the thing. I'm always on. <laughs> I'm always hustling. <laughs> Six years later. Oh. <laughs> I get no commission, no for no money at all. But just look, lads, just in the, just, you're honestly, in it for the love of it, you know. Yeah, just, not really. Yeah. To be honest, oh fair. Enough. I'm just out of college to <laughs> need money. Hey, it pays the bills. <laughs> um, Sean, I think that's it for this week's weird news. <laughs> what a week! So, I, 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 sorry, I just peppered in a load of Sean stories throughout that one. You know what? They're my favourite weeks. Okay. Let's just keep doing that. Good. Still finding stuff in the childhood to talk about, everyone. Uh, I didn't know you were a lollipop boy and no. that genuinely how, makes so much sense. How did I keep that under wraps for as long as I, I did? No, that's your best story yet. <laughs> that and getting hit by a car. <laughs> that old one-two punch. <laughs> Connor, would you like me to take us out? Yeah, sure, why not? Thank you, everyone, for listening to this chaotic episode of Weird News. We will be back on Friday with Hero or Zero. Next Wednesday with Weird News Wednesdays. We did put out a movie Mondays talking about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Monday just gone, so listen to that. Heaps of stuff coming out on Patreon all the time. Speaking of Patreon, 
Big thanks and shout-outs go to Roisin the Wife Palmer, Joe Burney, Ryan Kamatsu Dozer Enthusiast Evanson, Waffles Loves You and is Hoping You Have a Good Day, David Clark, Sean Chuckle in the Wash and It'll Be Grand Jameson, Dominic, Anna Irish Walrus Forever Helm Roos, Danny McLaughlin, Luke Darth, Lord Smish, Michelle Brown, Michaela Doughty, Frost, Buster, Ed Ball, Lorraine and Connor have swapped the order of their names to purposely bamboozle Sean, Russ, I have finally seen Hayley Williams crush all I wanted live, so we are all good parfait. Jackson Bruheim, Liz had a few too many on St. Paddy's Day and Tipsley subscribed to the Patreon, and Kira Lawler. Thank you to all of our wonderful patrons who help us to keep the show going every single week and every single month. Absolutely amazing people. If you want to join them, patreon.com forward slash Heroes for Hire podcast. There is also a merch store link below, heroesforhire.ie forward slash shop. Twitter is at Heroes for Hire pod, the four is the number four. Facebook is Detective Divilment's discussion group. Instagram is Heroes for Hire podcast. And the best way to ever help out the show is to tell one human being that we exist. Just a one, please. I think that's about it, Connor. I think so, so I've been cut it all. I've been Sean Ian. We shall see you all next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.